Welcome to The Field Viewpoint, a digital farming institute podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Sled. This is not just another ag tech podcast. Here, we have real field view conversations with real field view champions that move beyond the button pushes and standard sales pitches. Whether you're a seasoned seller looking to sharpen your digital sales skills, or you're just starting your journey using digital tools in the field, this podcast is designed to help build your confidence with your competence. In today's episode, we talk to two customer business advisors out of the Northern Plains about how they uniquely relate to growers using FieldView. Let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. We're back with another Digital Farming Institute podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Sled. I'm joined by Mr. Andrew Canuck, who really knows how to pitch him when it comes to these conversations. I'm grateful for the time that we get to spend with Climate Champions. And today we have Ryan Fisher and Adam Sipp, who are both customer business advisors covering a territory out of the Northern Plains that was described to me as up and down the Red River Valley uh, from as far south as the South Dakota border up to Canada. Is that right, guys? Yep, all in North Dakota and Minnesota. And these guys were highly recommended by their climate enablement manager uh, as experts that know how to use FieldView to start those conversations, to be better relate with their customers. I'm grateful for their time. I'm grateful that they're on today. Guys, um, let's give a chance for our audience to get to know you both. Tell us a little bit about uh, your career path in Bear, how you both became customer business advisors, and um, even how you got started with FieldView. You want to start, Ryan? Okay, I'll go first. Uh, yeah, again, Ryan Fisher, thank you guys for uh, for the time uh, and the attention today. Um, how I started with Bayer. So I started with Bayer as a seed FSR in Southeast North Dakota um, in 2014. So I've been with the company for a little while now uh, with Monsanto, obviously, originally. Um, and uh, kind of started with FieldView uh, shortly after that. Um, obviously, the tool has changed and features have been added. But kind of starting back when it was more of a scouting tool, uh, then of course FieldView Drive came and and some of the features that have come. So I've kind of been uh, associated with FieldView kind of from the beginning, anyways, from called the grassroots or the the beginning of the technology. So uh, yeah, that's kind of and as I've moved positions and gone to be a CVA now in Northwest Minnesota, um, yeah, been, been using the tool a, a bit more in my new role. So. Yeah, and so I started, I, I was introduced to climate through my DeKalb and Asgro FSR when I was working in retail uh, in 2018. Um, and so then he showed me how to use it. And then I helped my customers that were already using it, how to fix their problems, how to use it and, and whatever else they needed with it. And then I also set up some of my customers, whether they're new or existing, whatever, to try and help them use it and for how it's meant. Um, and then when I started as a CBA two springs ago, um, I kind of already considered myself an expert in it. Um, and then I just took it and ran with it. So I've, yeah, I've used it pretty efficiently now for two years in this role. Well, we're happy to have you both. Um, and obviously, you both have unique experiences, but can speak to uh, part of the geography that I bet some of our 
other Midwest friends um, would be curious to know just how, how Fieldview works in your territories. So um, I'm going to pass the mic over to Mr. Canuck so that he can get us started with asking some sales specific questions, how you apply these guys with, uh, with your customers. Well, thank you, Val and Ryan and Adam. Just excited to have some perspective from the Northern Plains and a little bit different market. As we think about relating with Fieldview, what what do you do to drive this digital discussion? It can be a touchy subject as you work to establish uh, a digital presence on the farm and even work towards a sharing relationship. Can you give some thoughts as to how that's worked for both y'all based on the digital journey you've shared in your intro? So I guess for me, uh, guys that I know have climate, um, I guess whether whether I set them up or not kind of depends on how I approach it. If I did set them up, then obviously they know I'm I'm their climate guy. Uh, if If they don't have it, then Hey, have you, do you know about this program? Here's how it can help. And I'll use previous experience to show them how. Um, but yeah, it's, I guess, honestly, I've, I've never had any farmer not share their account with me when I've asked. Um, but that's only because I've only asked when I felt it was appropriate. Um, you know, so I've, I've built up a relationship with that farmer, um, whether that's just helping him kill the weeds that he needs to kill or doing a plot with him for the first time ever. And, hey, how are we going to evaluate the results of this? Well, do you want me to drag out a way wagon and take up three hours of your day? Or can we slap this puck in and then show you how how easy it is to to just see the results on your iPad. Um, and then that's gotten people bought in. Gee, that is easy. You know, I I do some split plants on the rest of my farm or how can I compare using starter with the corn or not? Uh, and then just to show them, hey, look, this this does make it super easy to make make decisions based on the data that that you built on your own farm. If I can add on what what Adam's talking about, I think he, he hit a home run there. Um, building that trust is important right away. Um, and to his point, understanding when to ask and asking too early can definitely be taken the wrong way. You know, well, I don't know you. I don't trust you. You work from Bayer. I don't want them to know my data. Um, but just everything we do today, you know, you think of our new business models um, and the way that we're tracking a lot of Adam's point side by sides, whether they be seed or chemistry side by sides, we're setting up, um, you know, pitching the ease of convenience of, hey, you know, I don't care what color your combine is. I don't care what color your planner is. We could get pretty much everything to work. We could stream this data over seamlessly. Let's let's save you time and me time. Let's be accurate and efficient. And most growers are very responsive to that. Um, and just the ease of use. Uh, you know, Adam and I both are, are willing to, hey, if you don't understand it, let's let's get somebody out who can help you set it up. Let's get somebody out there who can help you uh, understand the technology and uh, and make sure that, you know, it goes as seamless as we possibly can for the, the planting and the growing season. So 
Um, most people are very receptive to that. Excellent information right there. A follow-up I'll ask you guys. When you think about sharing, and Adam, you said you know when to ask, and Ryan, you said ask uh, when it's appropriate, not too early. In those sharing relationships, do customers say share the whole farm, share a single field? Do they share yield, no yield? What's that look like? Can you give a little more context to that? I think in the beginning, I would say most probably are the field. You know, it might be just a specific side by side we're doing. Um, but I think, and Adam can add on to this too, get his perspective. Uh, the more time you get, and and we always talk about bringing value to our growers. Um, the more value you can bring, the grower can also relate to. Hey, this guy, this guy gives me good advice, and the more layers and the more opportunities you get to give good advice, um, and the more interaction you have, the more they might open up that window to the farm of like, hey take a look at this or take a look at that or can we track this because I'm having a problem here like there's just so many different variables on every farm a little bit different but I think the more opportunities you get to bring value are the more uh, kind of probably the, the bigger window or the bigger view you get at the farm yeah I think some guys kind of see the the sharing their information as opening it up or making it vulnerable to malicious intent and you know oh you're gonna share it with people i don't want to see and it's like i honestly don't have enough time in the day to go through everybody's information and send it you know like that's not what i'm here trying to do um i'm just basically trying to show you hey i i just want to help you out and help you do better especially with our products, you know, if you're using your products, I want to help you make them perform better for you. Um, and then, yeah, okay, if you share, then when you call me with a problem, then I can probably kind of walk you through it over the phone. Okay, yep, I'm seeing what you're seeing. Okay, um, I can, maybe I can fix it on my end, or at least this way you can, get back to what you're doing out in the field or whatever you're doing. And I can take it and then roll it up to our our climate guru and, and have them fix it. I mean, just trying to make it as seamless and smooth and as enjoyable of a experience as possible. Just, you know, uh, if they're using John Deere ops, that's fine, right? But if they're using our program like then I, I want it to be easy so that you can get the most out of it well and we love to say that john deere is our friends as well so if they're using john deere that doesn't mean they can't use field as well for the opportunities that exist in our analysis tools um but great call out there adam um that you want that seamless experience something i just want to connect the dots with guys and help it help me confirm that this is true from both of y'all's examples that you've shared about how you're establishing trust with that customer, I, like I loved at the beginning, Adam, you said something about yourself being, if you know that you're their climate guy. And Ryan, you talked about like really wanting to make sure that they have a seamless activation experience or getting started with FieldView. 
my mind, I'm just, I'm, I feel like I'm having light bulbs go off that like, if you're in some way as you, the bear rep part of their beginning steps with field view, even if you're not the one actively putting the puck in the the equipment or anything like that, but you're helping them at, in their baby steps, getting started with field view, they're going to see you as part of their digital journey. They're going to see you as that trusted advisor and probably be more open versus maybe later on down the line, if you're like, oh, hey, I want your field view data, right? Like that's, I, I'm, I mean, is that true guys? Like, do you find that in your experience, if you're part of that kind of beginning walking steps with them, that they're more likely to, to see you as the climate guy, as well as it, just as much as the climate enablement manager or someone else? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would agree. Yep. Yep. I've, I've helped just in my two years in this role, help probably three guys get set up with climate on their farm, just based on maybe a retailer saying, hey, this guy likes doing trials, but he never has a way to verify whether it was worth spending the money on. Mm -hmm. Can you go talk to him about climate? Like, I just don't have time or don't know enough to answer the questions. Sure, whatever, I'll go out to the farm for an hour and then, okay, yep, sounds like you wanna try it. Let's get a puck ordered, you have an iPad, let's just try it. Um, and then not that I'm trying to take over Dan the climate man's job at all because <laughs> we definitely need him. Uh, Always need like, Dan, yep. <laughs> yeah, like I can put a puck in a combine and connect it to the Bluetooth. You know, that that's easy. And Dan's got way bigger problems to deal with. And this is a, a customer in in my territory that probably is going to have questions later on. So it's like, hey, just give me a call with climate. Give me a call with your hybrid questions, whatever. So, yeah, it's if you plug a puck in, then you're automatically their first call, which can be good or bad, just <laughs> depending on how their day is going. Right. But I think, too. If you're there from the beginning and you're kind of helping them through the process, um, look at the cab app and, you know, that's it's not complex, but to someone who's never done it before, it's complex, right? So when you start talking about getting some of the advanced features like, uh, you know, region reports, uh, running how to compare hybrids, how to select passes, really dive into the data. So, I mean, I feel like if you were there from the beginning, help them get set up from planting, maybe spraying. It's hard to get hard to get them sometimes in sprayers. Um, definitely get them in the combine. So now we've got planting and harvest data for sure. And now we've got kind of can sit down and if you're talking seed, um, if you were there, you've got an access to field view. Now it's like, hey, let's let's dive in and let's actually look at hybrid performance or variety performance or fungicide performance. And uh, you know, you've just got a lot more power to the conversation. I mean, they don't always go our way, but uh, again, I feel like we, uh, we, we've got a pretty good advantage in the field when we look at our portfolio. So, um, you know, if you can use that to your advantage and the grower trusts you because you're the guy who helped them set it up, uh, you know, you've got, you got more tools in your tool bucket. I think what I've really heard out of the last uh, couple experiences here is if you take 
the verbal description plus a picture, you can multiply your success by understanding that situation that the customer is presenting you with FieldView. And never at one time have I heard it's about you all. You said, hey, this is about the customer and helping them win on their farm by being able to produce more bushels or or be more efficient, solve problems. And I just I tip my hat to you because that's the mindset here of supporting and helping them grow and really continuing that trust relationship. So uh, kudos to you, gentlemen. I'm going to pull back to maybe just a little bit simpler question. As you think back when you maybe transitioned to the CBA role and you were working on getting that digital trust with some of these customers that were newer to you, what was the signal that customers were trusting you digitally with FieldView and finally said, hey, I, I, I want to give you access to better consult me? Can you reflect on that a minute and share? I guess mine would be. We ran pretty hard with uh, uh, some demo trial products, you know, early on in the CBA role. Both Adam and I both had access to, you know, fungicide products or different stuff like that. Um, and we we leveraged pretty hard early that we wanted them to be field view compatible for data collection. And um, just that relationship of just a, a jug of, of fungicide to be able, hey, would you give us some competitive data uh, on some of these farms? You know, we're stepping on for call it the first time, but new relationships, if you want to call it that. Um, Dan's point earlier was talking about a way away. Nobody wants to take time to do that. They were very open to, hey, if you help me get set up, or maybe I have John Deere, how do I stream data over? How do we collect this data? Um, so everyone's efficient with our time. That was a really, I'll call it an easy, easy first step in that sharing process. And you can just, to my point earlier, you can just continue to build on that once you get that kind of your first, you know, foot in the door, uh, so to speak. Yeah, it's not like a straight answer. It's not always the exact same experience or situation. Um, Everybody's got a little bit different uh, comfortability with using it. And I mean, I've I've been with guys that asked that have, they've had climate, but then they're like, oh, what's the black app? You know, and then I went out to a farm because the retailer said he's got some questions on some certain function. I, I can't even remember what it was. And then we ended up sitting down and he taught me how to use certain features on climate for an hour. You know, it's like, and then I answered his one question. And then I sat there and just asked him questions, thinking I was going in there thinking I was the pro. And then here he's teaching me how to use this stupid thing. Um, so it's everybody's at a different level. But yeah, the the demo product is a huge, huge one. Obvious, it's no secret that we're measured on sales right as as bear but for me like i i'm out here with putting my own name out there in the countryside and with customers and farmers um and so i i want to build my name to be something you know that's that's valuable hey if this guy's coming out to the farm I'm going to learn something or he's going to help me solve a problem. 
And so if I can come out and then let's do a demo, like Ryan said, fungicide demo, I'm doing it so that we can build a database of, of our products to learn how to make them work better. And if guys are open to that and they're going to share that field that we did a, a trial with, then they're then okay you've got that opportunity or experience to show hey this stuff worked here or maybe it didn't work okay next time let's try it on a different hybrid that's we're just always trying to tweak and fine-tune things it's it's not always just coming out and, and showing you okay yep this stuff works you better put the whole farm to it it's just it's a slow slow grind to try and help a guy fine-tune things and would you say that's going to be unique by each operation from y'all's experience? I mean, you have some of the similar playbook, but things can be very different, potentially customer by customer. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've got guys that ask me one question and then it's like, well, can I just send this to you so you can see it? And then they just share the whole farm. And then one guy that I work with every year, he puts an FTN in for us and he... I had him do a fungicide trial. He just shares the one field. It's like, that's that's fine. That's all I need from you, really. Um, it's just they they have different com- comfortable. There's your club up. Um, they all have different levels of comfortability, you know, sharing with people. That's great there. We um, we sometimes have to step back and even, you know, tackle that question of helping that farmer share. Could you just give us a brief tip or advice? A lot of customers say, hey, I'd like to share, but sometimes it's a struggle. How do you help those customers share and uh, do it in the right way so that they're informed and they feel good about that decision? Yeah, I mean, as far as you're referring to the process of sharing or? Yes, yes, the actual process of sharing specifically, since you guys kind of opened that up, sometimes the process of sharing can be cumbersome. How do you help those customers with that process and guiding them? Yeah, um, a lot of times it may work over the phone where you can walk guys through like, hey, you know, we did this field for a side-by-side or they're this corn hybrid or whatever it is they want to share with you. Uh, but sometimes it's it's a trip to the farm. And hey, we're both Adam and I are looking for excuses to go to the farm. Uh, that's our job. So if somebody's mm-hmm. having issues, I'm going to divert to, hey, I do it over the phone. But, you know, this would be easier if I'm just in your office or at the farm in the shop. Uh, you know, grab them, takes a few minutes, go through and just walk them through the process. Um, shoot, I've had to do that with uh, with John Deere too. Uh, I don't think John Deere is very good at helping helping them to uh, share process too. So um, you know, I think there's struggles across the board on multiple platforms when it comes to field sharing and access, what they can see, what they can't see. So just going to the farm is is kind of my go-to if if somebody needs help. Yep, I can pretty much echo that. It's I'd I'd much rather be in my pickup on my way to a farm than sitting in my office trying to explain something over FaceTime or 
or over the phone, you know, um, and then just going to the farm. You can explain to them, okay, if we check this box right here, this is what you're letting me see. That just FYI, um, if we uncheck this box or whatever, select certain fields, they know what they're getting into. Um, and then usually just that visit, you can go off into a side conversation about anything else. Hey, do you have any other problems? I'm here, uh, hybrid questions, herbicide questions. So just being able to get out to a farm, you, you can answer a lot of questions in one visit. I'm always reminded when somebody's guiding me and they can explain, I have more confidence and trust in doing that procedure versus the first time, maybe, you know, jumping off and trying to do it myself. One thing I'd like to uncover with y'all is how does um, like the scouting and some of the field pins, things that you do to support the journey with your products on the farm what's the impact of those on building trust with that customer and providing service after the sale i always like to encourage guys to you know especially like just say our ftn cooperators um uh, we drop field pins you know marking the boundaries of the plots and just tracking things is it's never a bad thing to drop a field pin and track hey if you see something's weird uh something doesn't look right uh whether it be from emergence to a nutrient thing to you know hopefully it's not a green snap but you never know what kind of agronomic issues we've got going um mark those spots and and save them don't do them seasonally do them you know multi-year if you can because those spots sometimes show up again and you can look back at past years sometimes you gotta look at yield maps right well if you can see you've dropped a pin there from prior years you can track, you know, maybe this is a rootworm issue in a field, or maybe this is a nutrient issue. It's a soil type, something to try just, you know, track things. So I encourage guys to drop field pins, try figure out um, or label them if you can. Try, you know, leave a good note of exactly what you saw. And uh, don't only just use it to mark rocks. I mean, you can use it to mark rocks. That's good too. But let's, uh, uh, there's more features to drop in field pins than just rocks. It's a great example there, and I know uh, scouting comes with a lot of different um, perspectives and what it means, and ultimately another great way to build trust, build relationship, and keep servicing uh, that customer throughout their growing season. I do have a question here as we think about uh, sometimes there's, you know, hot new features that come out versus um sticking with the basics my question for you is what impact does getting the basics done well by mapping fields looking at the soils the weather information image imagery what impact does that have helping your customer on their digital journey and building that trust i would say I uh, can think about it from, you know, you're talking basics. We're talking the building blocks of of their data management. Most farms, um, if they're looking for field view, uh, that means they probably haven't been doing a lot in the past uh, or they're not happy with whatever they were doing. So 
Um, a lot of farms, I think, print off their yield data or you, you see on some farm shops, you see old binders and old books on shelves or whatever yield data from 2018. And, you know, that's as far as it got. It got exported out of the combine. It got printed off. It got put in that nice book. Um, but did they really use it? So when we talk about the basics of the building, um, I just think it's the layers that we use to help them make better decisions. So if you just have a yield map or just a planting map that, you know, that only shows of how that year went or a picture in time of how it happened. Well, if we can look back on multiple years of data, we can start seeing trends. We can start identifying, you know, more in-depth conversations on hybrids or product selections where we can, hey, you know what, this field is pretty droughty. Look at your last two, three, four years. And if it's in field view, we know we can get it. We know we can look at it versus, you know, other programs are not as user friendly. So I feel like building that database and using everything from the soils information to all the maps or all the passes across the field help us make better decisions. Yeah, they're it's definitely the foundation. I mean, being able to make sure all your data gets into the right field. Um, I've got a couple farms that every year I just know I have to go out there because they've got four or five different people running the combine. And they maybe grab the wrong field in the monitor, and then they typed in a new field into their climate, the, the iPad on the window. Um, and so we just have to go in and, and clean those things up. And it takes two hours of my life. It takes two hours of his life to, to do those things. So there's farms that you're just going to have to do that for. And, you know, I, I keep going back because they, they're a supportive farm and they I'm I feel like I'm adding value to their farm. Hey, where you put this hybrid knocked it out of the park compared to the, the previous years or compared to the other hybrid. Oh, wow. Yeah, thanks for noticing that. We'll have to look at that one for next year. Um, but then specifically to the the NDVI imagery. Um, I do have guys that look at that and, hey, uh, I think we maybe had a skip with nitrogen out here. Um, let's go look at it. Maybe we need to top dress to to fix it. You know, if if they're on top of it like that, you know, there's plenty of guys that just look at it for the rainfall and that's fine. You know, that's that's nice. But um, there's there's so many different ways that guys do it. Um, but yeah, that's that's for sure. The most important part is getting the the raw data in and then knowing that when you sit down to to go through it, you're looking at good information. Good information is how we make great decisions. And, and the last thing I'd really just ask um, based on your perspectives. How do you communicate to that customer to map that? additional spray pass that Ryan said, hey, maybe is missing or they have some prior data that needs to come in through data inbox. That's that's challenging. That's definitely if I think about, you know, we're we're doing a lot of um, side by side demos when we talk about um, just data collection. We're using FieldView and and those growers are, are definitely giving us access to those. So we're able to collect seamlessly uh, getting those spray passes is a challenge. So just offering up, hey, you know, I know, I know, obviously you're planning your harvest, you're compatible, but how can we, um, 
how can we help you with that sprayer pass to make sure that you've got field view in the sprayer? Um, seems to be a few more variables now when it comes to a pull type sprayer, what brand it is, things like that. So uh, I think that's a, that's a challenge for us for 2024 is to get more guys with more spray data. Um, you know, I think we're doing pretty well on the, the harvest and the planting. I think we could, we could do better when it comes to the spray data and making sure we're getting all those passes in the system or in, in the field view. Yeah, I've got guys that they, they want to do it because they hate writing down their spray records. And so they go ahead and just type it in and then treat that as their spray records. You know, as long as you put all of the necessary information, um, then it's it pretty much can count as your spray records. Um, so that's that's handy because then you just flip through year to year on the same field and you know what you sprayed. You're not flipping through three different binders that are on the shelf. Um, and so it's it is easier because it's all right on your iPad. Um, but then it's showing them that, hey, if you are doing any different treatments on this particular farm or field, how are you going to separate that out? You know, if you do a fungicide or leave a check strip, how are you going to know where it was for one? Well, three passes west of the trees. Okay, come on now. Like, it, it, I hear that so many times. Like, no, just. just I can relate to that again. one. Yeah, it. you know, and then uh, let's just put it in there and then we'll know. We'll have a really nice straight line and we can just draw a box around it and then we'll know was that extra pass worth it you know so that that and if they don't want to then whatever go stick a flag and i'll i'll bring the way wagon out (laughs) but well guys i'm i'm really appreciative that we've had a full conversation comprehensive conversation about all the different agronomic decisions that you guys help support even on the side of um, applications, because um, sometimes we don't think of FieldView not yet as that application record tool as well. Um, and while we have a cohort coming up here in Digital Farming Institute that is seed focused, reminding ourselves that FieldView collects all these different points of data that we can bring together to best determine impact of, of products, I think is really key. So thank you guys for calling that out too from your experience. Um, I like to pitch a final softball question to all of our interviewees to ask, what advice would you give to somebody who's really starting out with FieldView if they're brand new or maybe they feel like they need a refresher because they just don't feel that confident yet? What advice would you give to them uh, to get started in their digital journeys? I would try to get a farmer that is using it and maybe just sit down with them buy them lunch or something and just have them show you where they're getting value from and then that can kind of guide where you should start hey how what do farmers care about with this app and start there and then when you have some free time here in january february um call up dan the climate man or whoever your climate specialist is and grab breakfast or lunch with them and just have them dive into it with you. I mean, that's, I think I bought Dan lunch 
two or three times now, just like, how the heck do you do this? You know, or whatever. And then I can take that copy and paste to a dozen farmers, you know, in the next season. Yeah, I mean, right back up a, a good point. I think Dan, the climate man, owes us lunch after this. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's going to work his way. Uh, I think Adam hit the nail right on the head. I think uh, co-worker experience um, or grower, somebody who's using it uh, to, you know, more full capabilities. It's it's great to look at, you know, example fields like, you know, everybody's got Green Valley or whatever in your field view but when you see it on a full full farm operation you can then start going into the depths of how they're using it uh whether from product selection you know it's just it's nice to look at a grower so i would encourage them jump in with a coworker who's working with a grower who they're they're doing it right and they're 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 using it to its full capability and you're going to learn a lot uh pretty fast in, in how field view works and, and the benefits that can come from doing it the right way I like the call out of, you know, as far as partnering with a another grower, somebody who's going to be willing to show you their fields and the full operation. That comment really resonates with me because speaking as someone who works from within uh, office to support outer realms of climate field view, when you finally get to look at the bigger picture of, you know, all these fields together, what it can do for a farmer, what it can do for an operation, that's the money, that's the impact. And so what's cool about this conversation too, is that you guys, we've talked about that sharing relationship. And so I hope that listeners will be encouraged, empowered that that conversation can happen and can happen early as you build trust with your customer and at the appropriate time, make that ask for that shared relationship, especially with a farmer or grower that you know is going to want to partner with you to learn, right? So with that, guys, thank you so much for your time. Y'all given us some wealth of knowledge. You've also called out Dan, the climate man, so much that, yes, he probably does owe y'all lunch. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate um, all the support that you guys have given, and we hope to call on you guys again if you ever um, can share some more knowledge and wisdom in the realm of being a climate champion. With that, guys, we're going to stay tuned for our next episode where we're going to dive into using FieldView questions, tools, and data points to really sweeten that discovery process, guys, with a grower or dealer. So until next time, everyone, this has been the Field Viewpoint. Services and products offered by Climate LLC are subject to the customer agreeing to our terms of service. Our services provide estimates or recommendations based on models. These do not guarantee results. Agronomists, commodities, brokers, and other service professionals should be consulted before making financial, risk management, and farming decisions. More information at climate.com legal disclaimer. Fieldview is a trademark of Climate LLC.